0: It's the WMAY morning news feed here on WMAY. I'm Greg Bishop Business in the 217, getting you plugged into what's going on at the Abraham Lincoln Capital Airport. Executive Director Mark Hanna joining us. Mark, announcements being made about American Airlines returning to the Abraham Lincoln Capital Airport. Uh, tell us about that. Yes, uh, we're we're very excited to welcome American Airlines
1: back to the airport. Uh, after they did take that hiatus in the in the late in the fourth quarter of 2020. Uh certainly a lot of people who are all optimistic and you know, looking into 2021. One in post-pandemic. However, uh, there's still a lot of work to do as far as relief and recovery is concerned. In uh, in January, American Airlines returned with twice daily service back to Dallas-Fort Worth. Uh, we just are receiving the preliminary numbers from February, and they boarded 2,011 people for a 44% load factor, uh, which is right about at industry average, right? What we're seeing Um, you know, come across with uh, uh, industry news and uh, TSA screening numbers. So uh, that's great news for American Airlines and those passengers in Springfield that really relied on that service to Dallas-Fort Worth and connections beyond, especially to the to the, the southwest and the southeast
0: Yeah we're looking forward to more announcements like that As we start to see some kind of return To normal when exactly that's going to be We're not real sure quite yet But uh, definitely the airline industry uh, Looking to get back into the air as much as Possible uh, and it's something that uh, you know Looking at the numbers something you guys do at Abraham Lincoln Capital Airport so Lay it out for us here with business in the 217 On WMAY uh, what did we Look like last year paint that picture For us and just how much uh, the Industry took a hit uh, because of COVID-19 and, and what the trends are looking like now.
1: Yeah, you, we look at, you think about where we were last year, we're just weeks away from St. Patrick's Day and uh, all that was going on at that point in time and and, and the weeks following. And and in uh, March of last year, uh, we started to see that downturn and we, we boarded 8,800 people out of the airport. Um, and just this last February, we did 6,340 and that's the highest amount of passengers through the airport since uh, last March. So in that you take it back to February of 2020, and that was about 14,000 uh, people. So overnight that almost went in half of March of 2020. And now we're starting to see that little bit of a rebound, a little bit of relief and hopefully recovery. But um Right now, uh, this is the highest number that we had in February uh, compared to all of last year starting in April. So uh, there's a little bit of optimism in there. Uh, however, there's still a lot of concern across the uh, across the industry. One is uh, the vaccines. Certainly, there's a lot of pent-up demand. We're seeing a lot of the major air carriers at the hub airports actually really start to shift uh, a lot of their flying to leisure markets um, before uh, uh, we start to see the business uh, travel come back, which uh, they're, they're trying to find ways to continue to make money and, and uh, keep the cash flow going uh, for those businesses. Uh, but also the cost of fuel right now, maybe a uncertainty moving into the future for the airlines and also the vaccines. You're starting to see and hear a lot about a lot of excitement and optimism on the vaccines. However, looking at a little bit of a longer term, what does that actually mean? What is the longevity of the protection of the, of the vaccine and if and when and how many, you know, what's the distribution of these vaccines going to be in the future if these become a seasonal or an annual or a biannual or, or what have you so what what is the the frequency and the rhythm of these vaccines that we're going to have to uh, consider possibly for the rest of our lifetime so that as far as part of the the, the recovery aspect of is uh, there are a lot there's a lot of pent-up demand in the short term but i think moving long term that's still a question that uh, the industry is is going to still wrestle with as far as um, the long-term protection of the vaccines so we're starting to see that but another good thing that we're starting to see in the industry is recall, you know, going back a couple of years ago, the, the issue that Boeing had with the 737 MAX. Now this last year, quietly, that issue has taken care of itself. And you're starting to see Boeing take on more, more orders from a lot of the airlines. A lot of the airlines are now putting the, the MAX back into uh, into their fleets and, and flying them. What does that mean for Springfield? Well, Springfield, obviously, we're served by some of the smaller jets, uh, the Canada Air Regional Jet, the Embraer Regional Jet. Um, and uh, during the pandemic when, they, when the airlines started to shift down uh, a lot of their frequencies, they were parking a lot of the larger aircraft and flying the smaller jets, even between some of the bigger cities where they used to fly the larger aircraft. And now we're seeing the, the MAX go back into the, the standard fleet plan, which is gonna free up more aircraft for regional markets to compete as we start to see the recovery. Now, another thing to remember uh, for your listeners is that we don't necessarily just compete regionally for air service. Um, We compete across the country for aircraft time because that is a mobile asset that airline can lift and shift an airplane at any given time. So we compete when we go to conferences and meetings and we make pitches to airlines, we're competing with Syracuse, New York, Asheville, uh, North Carolina, Boise, Idaho, Albuquerque, New Mexico. So we compete across the country for for air service uh, as it relates to uh, aircraft block time uh, to uh, hubs and different destinations
0: mark Hanna, executive director for the abraham lincoln Capital airport here in springfield with business in the 217 on the WMAY morning news feed so what i'm hearing is we've got some great numbers to look at to show some some more positive trends moving forward but still some uncertainty as to how all of this is going to play out into the future uh, but hopefully we see that continue to, to unfold in a very positive manner with the Abraham Lincoln Capital Airport. And hopefully you'll join us again very soon uh, to to keep us updated on uh, not just the trends, uh, but also all the work you guys are doing out there to uh, update the facilities and to, to bring it to more modern facilities and uh, make sure that people realize that they've got that destination right here in Springfield to be able to get out of town and fly SPI. Mark Hanna, uh, sure. Springfield Abraham Lincoln Capital Airport, greatly appreciate your time as always, and we'll talk again soon, all right? Hey, thank you, Greg, and buy, shop local, but also fly local as well. So we need to
1: keep uh, pushing local because every passenger does count. And certainly uh, when you're ready to fly, we're ready to to have you and accommodate you, and everyone's kind of at their own pace throughout all this. Thank you so much, Greg.